Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Geraldo Meglara, and welcome to another podcast episode of A Fit Life on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? I have a question. How many of you guys have heard of a holistic approach to health? In other words, tuning in on your body, mind, emotion, and spiritual side. Well, today I have on the show Gina Diorio, who is not only a friend of mine, but a certified holistic health consultant. Now, Gina believes that taking an active role in your own health and well-being starts with developing healthy rituals, and I couldn't agree more. So therefore, without any delay, let's bring on the show my friend, Gina Diorio. Hi, Gina. How are you? Excellent, Aralto. Thank you so much for having me on your show. It's great to see you again. <laughs> nice to see you and hear you. So. <laughs> so what's going on? Talk to me. Well, I've been doing a great with the one year since we've seen each other a couple of years ago on your show. And mm-hmm. I've been uh, working on some great projects for health and wellness and working on functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. I have also authored a book, a story called Hope and Miracles from Mm -hmm. the Let There Be Health nonprofit, which helps individuals who have alternative treatments that they're seeking for. Instead of having um, the conventional areas of cancers, what they're going to do is treat holistically their uh, areas of healing process uh, going through cancer. So that's very uh, near and dear to my heart. Congratulations. That's very nice. All right, so before we begin to get some of the questions you submitted to me ahead of time, yes. um, let's, let's talk about you. How did you get involved with your holistic um, protocols and everything? So talk to our viewers, talk to us, talk to me, about <laughs> how you got to this point. Well, just to give you a little bit of a uh, uh, hear, uh, hearing uh, for the show is I'm 53 years old. And you look great, by the way. Thank you very much. I feel fantastic, very, very blessed. And I found holistic health very early in my teenage years, actually going through high school. And I found where I was connecting with things that I was doing on a daily basis, just simple self-care practices that I, I, that I was doing. And I made that connection where I have to be in tuned with my body uh, as well as finding things that will work for my body and helping with my health and, and supporting my health. It's not just going to a doctor and saying, doctor, come and fix me. What do I need to do? It's an actual self-care daily ritual of mind, body, emotion, and spirits hmm. where I was doing self-development practices, uh, finding the right diet. And I grew up in, uh, in Jackson, New Jersey, and it was just an area of uh, filled with just gardens and vegetables. And I grew up having a vegetable garden. So we're eating a lot of uh, fruits and vegetables that was helping my diet. Uh, also going into uh, working uh, with individuals in high school and then going through college, they were just coming to me. 
I felt like an encyclopedia <laughs> for health and wellness. And I actually did the non-traditional route. I went to school uh, in my 30s and found out that at Stockton University, which mm -hmm. we both went to. We both went to, correct. That's right, yes. yes. Yes, and I transferred from Ocean County College when I went to Stockton University. I found holistic health classes being available because it wasn't it wasn't around. It wasn't right. in the mainstream in the 1980s. Right. And I saw this opportunity to say, well, wait a minute. If holistic health classes are being held here at Stockton and they're being offered, I'm going to jump at the chance. So right. I did. I uh, graduated with a BA in biology. And then mm -hmm. I went to the Academy of Natural Health Sciences in uh, 2016 and graduated there with a, a certificate in holistic health and clinical nutrition. Wow. So was this something that you always wanted to do? Was there another career path that you thought about? Uh, well, pursuing? actually I did. I was actually going to want to go into physical therapy hmm. and bring in physical therapy, helping the body with this healing, natural healing opportunities and bringing in the holistic health studies and bringing holistic modules into that formal area of having the physical therapy. I was going to integrate both, but I didn't get into the program, but I've always been involved in holistic health. So I really just delve into a lot of um, soul searching and worked at a global diagnostic company for a few years and also worked for a, as a laboratory technician for a company there, uh, private practice. And I said, you know what? Holistic health is still my journey. It's still my health. Mm -hmm. So I finally went to school in uh, the Academy of Natural Health Sciences, graduated there. And in the same year I was turning 50, I opened up Holistic Nutritious Solutions. And here I am, my passion. There you go. Yes. In a nutshell. So yeah, so from high school, from high, and it's so funny because my my high school uh, prom date actually called me up. I didn't know who he was, and then I and then, he, and then I met, recognized his voice. So sure enough, my past was coming back to me because so many people wanted to learn about health and wellness. They said, "Gina, you look fantastic." You, I said, "I feel great." This is feel great. this is what holistic health is all about. It's actually taking care of your body and being in charge of your body and. There's no other person who's going to take care of yourself better than you. So how does the gut play a role in uh, immuno health? Uh, let me tell you, uh, a lot. It, there is a huge, huge factor right there. Um, our gut health is considered the second brain. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Mm. But it is considered the second brain where um, many, many different processes are happening in the gut besides your diet and and digestion. There's also absorption, assimilation of foods. Uh, that also plays a part with digestive areas for the breaking down. We have bacteria. We have a living biome in us uh, of a, an ecosystem mm -hmm. ranging from your mouth to your anus. And there are trillions and trillions of bacteria that do play a role in your health. Okay. And if your gut is out of balance, if there's an overgrowth of this bacteria or pathogens uh, or SIBO, which means a small intestinal bacteria overgrowth, mm -hmm. there are different areas that people don't realize that play a part in gut health. And if that is off balance, it's going to set your whole body off balance. And okay. what happens is, is that many individuals uh, protecting their health um, are starting to realize even in the conventional medicine that yes, gut health is very, very important to individuals and to the body because it plays a big role with our, uh, not only our immune system, but the digestive process, even our sleep. 
Hmm. It, it impacts our sleep. And wow. uh, what's happening is, is that we need to actually protect and uh, be more and more aware of our gut health. Wow. So what is the mucosal barrier? Well, the mucosal barrier is really interesting. It's, it's, it's in your digestive tract, uh, mm -hmm. ranging from your mouth to your anus. It's about one cell thick of a mucus lining that is protecting two environments. Okay. Those two environments are any of food that's coming down into your body mm -hmm. and then also protecting the closed systems in your body, such as your blood systems, your circulatory system. Okay. So it's really interesting that even though it's only one cell thick, it could actually, it definitely plays a big part in protecting both areas of the body because our digestive system is an open system. It goes from, again, one orifice of the body right. from the mouth and coming and exiting through the anus. Right. So what is, what is melatonin and where is it produced? Well, melatonin, I call it the anti-cancer hormone. It's actually found in your pineal gland in your brain. Mm -hmm. but most of it is created and stored in your gut. Okay. So as you can see now, there's a, a, a really good connection here with gut health because mm -hmm. melatonin helps your body prepare yourself to sleep. And we as diurnal animals, creatures, meaning the day, we follow the cycle of the sun. Mm. Uh, and what happens is as the sun rises, we have uh, a raise in cortisol levels. Okay. And as the day progresses, our cortisol levels go down and then our melatonin levels go up at night to prepare our bodies in order to sleep. Right. So it's like the, the body actually telling you in a nonchalant way, you, you got to go to sleep. You, your body's tired. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> when the light starts setting down, the sun starts setting, we start getting tired. Our body goes into the sleep ritual. But mm -hmm. now in today's society, so many individuals are, are not paying attention to their body to say, I'm getting tired because they're so distracted and they're not performing to start preparing the bodies in order to sleep. And many people don't have that ritual to prepare their bodies in order to sleep. Right. Uh, they have everything going on, some from social media. I mean, now with the world as the way it is, many people are working from home. Yes. Uh, working into late hours of the evening, mm -hmm. uh, neglecting that that necessary area of their sleep because that's when their body starts detoxifying from the day all those toxins that they've accumulated right so i is it does it vary the amount of sleep per each individual like for example my wife she doesn't get that much sleep but mm -hmm. she'll probably get five hours if that five six hours but she's nonstop throughout the day so she has the energy she goes to get tired by nine nine thirty she'll start to get tired but mm -hmm. If I don't get that, at least either seven or eight hours of sleep, I know my body's telling me that I'm tired. I don't have as much energy. So what is the ideal sleep, number of sleep hours per individual? Uh, well, for each individual, I always say shoot for a seven to eight hours of sleep because our body needs that time in order to detoxify. We go through something in our sleep where all those hormones are actually working together with our filtering organs, such as our liver, our lungs, our skin, our kidneys. They're, and, and they're all detoxifying, they're all working together. But mm -hmm. what's happening is many individuals are going to bed 11, 12, one, two o'clock in the morning to get up at that six o'clock hour. Right. And they're losing those 
valuable hours of sleep and we need something in there in that sleep cycle called REM called rapid eye movement. Mm -hmm. And those movements, it's a cycle, uh, which lasts about 90 minutes. So when those cycles are happening, our bodies are detoxifying and it's getting rid of all the impurities from the day. It's lowering all those cortisol levels. And what's happening is many individuals are not preparing their bodies to get to sleep. They're gonna go to that 11, 12 o'clock nighttime and then get up at five in the morning. And they're losing those precious hours of sleep. So for me and individuals out there, if you can go to bed at nine, 10 o'clock and wake up at five or six in the morning and have uninterrupted sleep and you feel refreshed, you feel rejuvenated, that means your body has detoxified. Hmm. And if you're waking up sluggish or tired and moody, that's a right. signal there that your body does not fully detoxify. Right. And also, if you don't get that sleep, then you're going to resort to other things, correct? Yes, yes. And what happens is uh, a lot of individuals don't realize that that sleep is very necessary. And they're not preparing their bodies as a ritual. Do you remember growing up possibly as a kid that's time for bed and you have that ritual of getting ready for a bath? Uh, Your parents would be helping you, picking out clothes for the next day. Mm -hmm. You'll start maybe having a a, a lullaby, something to slow down the body, you know, like twinkle, twinkle, little star. (laughs) Yes. Right. So these rituals in order for preparing our bodies to sleep is giving a signal. Yes, it is time for sleep. It is time and it's 30 to 30, about 30 minutes to an hour before your body starts realizing I need to get to sleep, but you have to make that initiative. What do I need to do? And in some of those areas could be healthy, very, very easy lifestyle tips that you can actually uh, put to practice immediately. So give me some tips that a person can use to take, um, to take charge of their health. Yes. Well, if you want to get better sleep, here's some areas what you can do is having that 30 to 50, a 30 minute to one hour ritual of shutting off all social media. Okay. Because what's happening is many people are still stimulated from the day. Hmm. They have to start calming their bodies down. They have to start tuning into calming bodies down and not stimulating their body. Uh, so shutting off all their emails, shutting off their phone, and also taking out many of those electronic devices in your bedroom. Hmm. Ask yourself, look, take a look around in your bedroom and ask yourself, is it filled with clutter? Uh, is okay. it filled with a telephone? Is it filled with a TV? Do I have my computer in there? All okay. these electronic devices are stimulants. And if we can take them out of the bedroom mm-hmm. and put them somewhere strategically in the house, your bedroom is for three things, and this is my personal uh, way of having them, is your bedroom is for sleep. Okay. It is a place to have your sanctuary of this precious time of your, your, your body detoxifying and saying it's a ritual and saying to yourself, why am I doing this? Because what happens is a lot of people create bad habits. Mm-hmm. And these habits are very hard to break because you're doing it unconsciously uh, all the time. Right. Make it a ritual. Why are you cleaning out your room? Hmm. And all these electronic devices that are going to be sent out now are, are sending a signal to your body that it's time for rest and it doesn't belong in here. It okay. also is a signal for intimacy. Intimacy to me is very, very important for the body, uh, for having uh, with your partner, your husband, wife, 
love or whatever it is. That's another way for the bedroom to say, yes, this is the sanctuary of restoration and, and to have this intimacy. And think about it. How many people are out there, and be honest with yourself, right. are eating in bed, True. are, are working in bed, mm -hmm. are reading in bed, are having their clothes on their bed, um, you know, if there's clutter all over the place. So these are signals to your body to say, oh, you know, a cluttered body, a mind is a cluttered body, and then all of a sudden it's going to manifest itself into okay. your bedroom. So if we can take some of those things out, it surely would help. And be consistent. Be going to bed the same time every night. I would suggest at 10 p.m. Okay. And waking up at 6 o'clock. And that's going to take time, especially now with individuals where, you know, parents are going to help their kids at school. Then they're going to then go back to work. Uh, it's they have to start compartmentalizing their areas in their life, um, what they need for rest. Uh, oh. Another one you're probably familiar with. Uh, nobody is made of lemonade, uh, coffee. <laughs> alcohol, right. those fruity lattes and those, you know, all those drinks, drink more water, water, there you go, filtered water, one of the best, because listen, you think of it this way, is our body made up of lattes? <laughs> Some people think they are, but yeah, and they say, oh my gosh, I can't get, I, can't, I don't have any energy unless I have my latte in the morning or my coffee. Right. Start substituting every single time you have that latte or that drink or that energy drink say, you know what, I'm going to have some water hmm. because water is the best detoxifier. We're made up of 70% of water. Right. So, you know, exercise is important to me. So absolutely. What, what is your take on exercise? Uh, exercise in the morning. Uh, a lot of people do it at night or uh, after work. And I'm going to tell you why um, okay. it's more important in the morning. As I mentioned, remember, we were a diurnal animal and our cortisol levels are at the highest in the morning. Exercise raises your cortisol levels. Also, when you eat, it raises your cortisol levels. So you want to exercise in the morning because that's when your highest level or your cortisols are going to be showing. As the day goes on, cortisol levels will start going down and then your melatonin levels will start going up. Because a lot of people, when they exercise, they do that six, seven, eight, nine o'clock at night and then they can't get back to bed. You gotta remember you're doing stress to your body. So okay. you really don't want to have that because of the cortisol levels. You want to have them go up in the day. And as the day goes, uh, progresses, it goes downward. And then you can have your sun setting uh, coming up for your melatonin levels. So as a trainer, I'm sure, do you have your uh, trainers and yourself with your clients exercising first thing in the morning? before um, I do. Some of the, the clientele that I train, the majority of them are entrepreneurs. So their early morning time is the best. Yes. Um, for other individuals who go to work and have a nine to five job and whatnot, they're obviously their time in the morning is a little bit chaotic. So their best time to work out is usually around after work, five mm -hmm. or 6 p.m. in the evening. Uh, personally, myself, I like the evening better because I also use exercise as a de-stressing mechanism for me because I, I get a lot of things going on during the day. So for me, exercise releases that pressure yes. and, and it calms me down actually to, so that I can sure. get ready for bed. So you are I releasing, guess- Yes, you're releasing all those endorphins. Correct. Uh, you feel good. How do you feel when you were done exercising? Oh, let me I tell feel, you. Uh, I love it. And I do it in the morning. <laughs> I exercise in the morning. I do a lot of walking in the morning at 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. And for me, it's great because I don't, I don't bring my phone. 
I, I walk and I hear the nature. I hear all the birds chirping. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and I can really think, and it's a really a, 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 a sanctified area for my life to exercise in the morning because uh, of that, you know, the cortisol levels and that time for me. And it's only an hour. I'm sure within 30 minutes to an yes. hour, you know, starting off at three days a week and then progressing up to progressing. five days a week. It does an amazing effect on your body. And those are one of the great self-care practices a lot of people um, are neglecting to do. And it, mm. it really does help the body uh, reduce the stress and release those endorphins and also fine-tunes it, you know, muscular mm. strength, cardiovascular strength, fighting uh, osteoporosis. True, absolutely. Let me tell you, ask you this. What do you think about meditation? What do you think about um acupuncture or massages. I am a big fan of getting my massage. So yes. obviously it has been a while since I've had one because of this pandemic, but yeah. I can't wait to get my massage, but I love getting massages. It really calms your body down. What, what is your thought on that? Uh, massage therapy is excellent. Um, I went before this pandemic myself, I was getting them a few times a year, three to four times a year. And they, they're great uh, detoxifiers. Uh, it helps the lymphatic system in order to get rid of, rid of your uh, toxins in your body. Mm -hmm. uh, acupuncture is excellent too, and that's another science in itself. Those are taking pressure points uh, and, re and releasing them and adding pressure to the acupuncture uh, right. or itself, the pressure points of uh, releasing these tensions that are throughout the body. I also go into chiropractic care. I go every two yes. weeks for a yes. chiropractor. The chiropractor, when you find somebody either in network chiropracting or somebody who's hands-on, it's amazing because what you do from head to toe is also the chiropractor's job to support making sure the stimulus of your nerves are all open, that gateway in your spine, because they are communicating. So if you have a pinched nerve or if you have some stress, from whatever it is, it's going to manifest itself some way in the body so that the chiropractor can actually help find that and release it for you. So that preventative care and that maintenance care is excellent. So who is your ideal client? My ideal client, okay, uh, is anyone <laughs> that is definitely ready to take charge of their health to say, yes, Gina, I am ready to proactively take part every day in my body. What do I need to do? So somebody who is compliant, uh, mm -hmm. that is willing to take different changes because there's gonna be a lot of different individuals who want that instantaneous gratification. Well, I tried it for two times or three times and it doesn't work. Well, okay. allow your body to go through the process because health and wellness is a journey. I didn't find out all my answers when I was 13, 14, 15 years old with holistic health. I've been finding out my answers along the way. So the answers and finding out all these different studies that I have uh, read about and studied the body, it's that area for that client to say, yes, I'm ready to take that cha uh, challenge. I'm ready to take that opportunity with you, Gina. Please coach me in this area that I need help in. And they're going to participate. And, if you, and those are those ones are going to answer nine and 10 on my scale. I give a questionnaire. And in one meaning is not that important. And nine and tens is important. And I'm saying, Gina, yes, change my body. Help me change my body and my health. Cool. Two questions left. Where do you see yourself five years from now? 
Oh, five years from now. Oh, let's see. Um, let's see. I'm gonna, let's see. Five years from now, I'm gonna be uh, 58, 59 going into that area. <laughs> well, planning my grandson because last time we did speak, I did not have a grandson, but I have a grandson now. He's two years old. Oh. Uh, giving, teaching the next generation of young children uh, that area of really being um, proactive in their own health. Mm -hmm. uh, Business-wise, I really I'm planning on going global. I would love to go into an area because I can right. take holistic health wherever I go and uh, take the uh, new um, business ventures that I'm going into uh, to meet people throughout the world and uh, to travel and to really get involved in people's uh, lives that they can actually be in charge of their health and their journey. So wow. hopefully having a book out there too. <laughs> <laughs> right does help right yes so give our audience your contact information your social media handles for them sure sure it's holistic n as in nutritious solutions.com and my telephone number is 609-556-3741 my contact handles are instagram uh, holistic and solutions.com and you can find me on facebook at Holistic and Solutions, and then also on LinkedIn. That's cool. under Gina Diorio. Well, my, my paisan, as they say in our language, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show. It was, a, it was a pleasure speaking with you. I wish you nothing but the best. Keep in touch, and we will have you in uh, some uh, future episodes again, but thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome, and we can get this through this together here, individuals. We can take charge of our health, and it takes one day at a time. All right. And thank right. you. Thank you, Gina. Well, that is it for this episode of A Fit Life. I want to thank my friend and our guest, Gina Diario, for a very interesting conversation. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did. And if you did, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We are available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Any comments or questions you'd like to submit, you can do so at Geraldo Maglara on Instagram and Twitter. In closing, if you are interested in advertising on this show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. For a fit life, I'm Geraldo Maglara here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.